For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. You're listening to Daybreak. On Monday, New Jersey announced expanded vaccine eligibility, and the White House dealt with criticisms on border issues and relations with Saudi Arabia. It's Tuesday, March 2nd. In Princeton News, according to a new report released by the Office of the Dean of Undergraduate Students, 44 Princeton students have been put on disciplinary probation as a result of violating the social contract. Eight have been barred for campus for the rest of the semester. You can read more about the social contract violations and subsequent disciplinary actions at www.dailyprincetonian.com. Yesterday, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy announced expanded eligibility for the COVID-19 vaccine. The extended availability begins on March 15th and extends to K-12 teachers, some childcare workers, NJ Transit employees and transportation workers, migrant farm workers, and people who are homeless or residing in homelessness and domestic violence shelters. On March 29th, eligibility will broaden further to include restaurant and grocery store workers, postal carriers, and others employed in service and shipping occupations. Yesterday, at a White House press conference, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas announced that families separated at the border under the Trump administration may be allowed to reunite in the United States. Mayorkas said that the Biden administration is, quote, hoping to reunite the families either here or in the country of origin, and noted that he wants families to have a choice. The statement comes after the administration has received criticism from progressives and activists in the past week after reopening a so-called migrant facility for children in Texas. Yesterday, the White House defended the decision to not take action against Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia in connection with the killing of American journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that a series of sanctions leveled against some top officials in the country last week were, quote, strong steps. She did not rule out further sanctions in the future. In other headlines, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren proposed a bill Monday that would enact a wealth tax. The proposal includes a 2% tax on households with a value between $50 million and $1 billion, and a 3% tax on households worth more than $1 billion. It's a notable move, but it's not likely to go anywhere. The Biden administration hasn't expressed support for a wealth tax, with Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen worrying publicly last week about, quote, very difficult implementation problems. Today, the Supreme Court will hear a case about certain voting laws in Arizona that could suppress voters on the basis of race. The court's decision could prove all-important in coming months, as Republicans in 43 states are readying new legislation restricting voting rights after last November's election. You can hear more about that movement in yesterday's episode. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu yesterday blamed Iran for the explosion of an Israeli-owned cargo ship last week. His rhetoric, including calling Iran the, quote, greatest enemy of Israel, continued to raise tensions in the region just a day after Iran rejected nuclear deal talks with the United States. In Antarctica, an iceberg larger than New York City broke off of the Brunt Ice Shelf over the weekend, and represents the first major break in this region of the Antarctic Ice Shelf since the 1970s. For those of you on and near campus, you're looking at a chilly day. The temperature should creep just above freezing around lunchtime, but drop back below 32 degrees in the early evening. Winds are expected to be about 15 miles an hour. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Wilson Kahn and Hope Perry, and produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. Have a wonderful day.